0: Zach on Denver Sports Station 1043 The Fan. Can we be there? God, the we are here. Oh, think of the time. You don't have to think about it. It is right here. It is right now.
1: Love so strange. Said you How you doing today, Brandon Stokely? I don't think I could be any better. I really don't. I mean, just the way that this thing has started today on a Friday.
0: Happy Friday to is is you. And popping. Yes, it is.
1: Snow is melting. Yes, it is. Just love that. And it's uh, what a, I mean, it's, I went outside, was doing a little shoveling in the back. Today? And uh, yeah, yeah, this morning, just a little bit, like to get, get the snow off you know
0: whatever and so it melts a little bit quicker right yeah when the sun actually hits it'll be dry
1: yes and so uh but i like i had short sleeves on i'm like it, it, and this was at i don't know 9 39 45 and it, the sun was out and it was like hot i'm like starting to sweat a little bit i'm like this beautiful. is this is great i love it and then come in here and i'm getting ready for the show you come in here like last minute again and you're like richie's like scolding you and I'm like, um, I'm like, what? Wait, what is going on? This is like a serious conversation. How, uh, well, this and, is a serious conversation and, that's going down right now. It was like, a serious
0: conversation. It was and, not a scolding. Uh,
1: that's kind of what it sounded like to me. No, and I was like, no, no, so it was like weird. Like, what? What? Wait, what's going on here? What does Zach do wrong? <laughs> and
0: Zach was like, you know, screw you, and um, because you. not to not to Richie. I was not saying screw you to Richie. To me. Yeah. Yes, because
1: yes. Uh, I have thrown you under the bus twice in the last couple weeks about eating in the studio. Yes. Right? And half of it, it's just joking, right? Yes. We're not supposed to, uh, obviously.
0: But you because, just. Well, 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 so we have a brand new studio. Yes. They built a brand new studio. We got kicked out for like a month, and it's it's great. It's all updated, beautiful new equipment. Nice. And we want to keep it that way. Of course. Right? And this
1: is why we can't get nice things, because of people like you.
0: <laughs> and that's not that true. That are just
1: slobs, and that are like eating their salads in here, I'd love like- well, no, then, you know, there's it, a couple slobs that work here. Okay. None of them are me. Yeah, no, one of them is you, and I, you you are not a good eater. You ha- leave stuff everywhere around you. So you a second.
0: in here. You, you act like I like leave a mess behind. No, Let's clarify. That's okay. I do okay, not that's leave not... some sort of mess because there's people who like leave stuff behind. You know, like fingernails. Oh, like like oh. Like, like like straws of theirs that yes. they used all morning and stuff. So yes. That's, yes. That's, that's that's not me. you.
1: No, that is not you. I will defend you on that. But uh, so I've called you out a couple times because I do. I follow the rules. I do the right thing, and I eat outside of the studio, and I sit down, and that's where I eat. Right? I do the right. Ra- I do the right thing. I do. I do, I do the do. right thing. I do because I know I, I want to keep this nice in here. Uh, that's my mindset. Not not only for me, but the f- people that come after me. I follow the rules.
0: The I do the that right come thing
1: after me, right?
0: <laughs> I'm. I'm, 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 I'm I follow the rules. I do the right
1: thing. I'm looking out for them. Are you done? You good? But you don't. You don't uh, care about the rules. That's
0: not true. You don't true. care about the rules. Not and true. so Richie, was I try to think of the spirit of the rule and, as opposed um, to the letter of the law.
1: Apparently, someone in upper management was listening to <laughs> the conversation and was like, "He cannot eat in there. Cannot." can't do it. And so um, that is true. So you got a little bit of a, a scolding to start the show. Yeah. So that just made my, I just couldn't stop laughing. I just couldn't stop laughing. I thought it was the best thing ever. Like, like yes, I got him in trouble. <laughs> yes. That made my day. I'm looking forward
0: to the show. It really it's going to be a great show. It, it is really too is good. good. Like the dominoes that right. you just act like a damn goofball. Yes, just, just screwing around. Legitimately getting my wrist slapped. Yeah. For- Hopefully we got a report on HR. Hopefully.
1: <laughs> Hopefully they documented that. Oh, that's like one strike God. against you.
0: And and my thing was like, hey, just be an adult. Just like if you're gonna eat, just like step away. I'm not sitting here at the at the desk eating up right. like around the equipment. You're the, away. You're sitting at the other person's but, seat but, eating. But that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. But see,
1: that's what everyone says. Just step away. I'm gonna just be a responsible. Oh, I just dropped. Oh, oh no. Right. So that's that's the problem.
0: Has that ever happened, though? In six years, we've been working together. Have I ever spilled anything? Have I ever like dropped my food everywhere? That's never happened. You you have you have um... it's not. That was you at training camp getting your salad dressing and stuff everywhere. That's never happened with me. Never once. Never, there's there is no precedent. That was me a training. Camp. Yes, and then you got upset and embarrassed, and you got to wipe the salad dressing on me. It's like you you're I, just, I, a, I, I you're did like, not, I did not get upset and you embarrassed. Did, you did. I actually did. because like
1: you, you. You want to go down this damn road? Is that what you want to do? Is that what you want to do? Do you? Do you want to go down this road? Do you want to go down it? I'm asking you now if you want to go down this road.
0: He's getting upset. He is not getting upset. You're getting upset. No, he is not.
1: I'm ready to party. Oh, my god! So, hey. If you want to go down this road, we will. And so what had happened road was that we're you were the immature one. And what you would do is you would blow your stinking nose, and then you'd do it all up your nose with that dang little napkin thing. And then you would throw it in my um, salad.
0: Oh, um, uh, oh, my gosh. What are we doing? My salad the deal that I kept to keep it cold, right? Yep. And so I'm like, screw like, l- you. Your lunchbox. So
1: I wiped a little he bit of dressing. He still takes a lunchbox.
0: The school folks got Superman on it.
1: I... Wiped a little bit of dressing on you, and you swore it was acid, and like your arm was melting. You started pouting. You ran away. You went to the bathroom. Salad
0: dresses are oily. Who wants that on their skin or their clothes? Who wants a snot
1: rag in their um, salad container that they bring to? to I wanted to clean up. I did not
0: want to leave a mess for the people behind us. And you had a receptacle to place it in. Can we get on with the show now? Yes, I've been waiting. I've been waiting. I've been oh, waiting. I'm glad you got in trouble. Goodness Late my gracious. Happy Friday. How's your yes. boy Tiger doing?
1: Um he did uh, like really well, didn't he? Oh, yeah. Y'all ran in y'all's mouth yesterday. You and Drew. I was running it, my oh, mouth. Blah, 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 on yes, tiger? you were. Yes, you were. You're like, I gotta find the bet to make him Cutty's uh, miss cut. Oh, gonna miss the I was cut, just He's gonna miss cut. around. And Drew was like, I already found it, I already <laughs> yeah, bet it. I'm like, think, y'all did you bet it, Drew? Okay. like y'all better watch out. I am like, Y'all better watch out. I told you yesterday that when you're messing with greatness, hey uh, you can never count him out, and no, he was great, and he finished with three straight birdies at the end of the round. It Whoa. was un- it was unbelievable. And have you have, have you played the, that? I course did not before? see any of it. No, I haven't okay, played I it. I have, uh, and let me tell you, that, that's not an easy finish. Um, and so, uh, just really, really remarkable with the time off, and to go out there and do what he did, and, and to finish a couple
0: under was just. Um, was so, so impressive drew just said he's two under so far today so where is he at on the leaderboard he's got no, that's, that's where he's
1: at that's i mean he's oh, he, that's oh, where oh. he was going into it, the round so i think he's even par today okay staying
0: at two under
1: okay i think okay.
0: i haven't checked the scores yet but but certainly above expectation yes yes uh, a- absolutely so it looking uh, like he's gonna make the cut yes uh,
1: I don't know what the cut line is right now, but but absolutely, it looks like he's going to make the cut if he um, just doesn't fall apart a little bit. His short game was great yesterday. Okay, just his up and downs and his chipping, and it was really it was really impressive. So, and that, I think that's what he's been working on the most. That's the easiest thing to do when you have a leg that just doesn't function very well.
0: Yeah, it look it still looks like he's either injured or that's just the way he walks now.
1: Tied for twenty fifth right now. Okay, so that's well within the cut round uh, cut. Um, but, you know, a couple bogeys, next thing you know, you know sure, you're know, outside sure. of it. So, but right now, yes, well, uh, looking like he's cruising to, to making the cut, which would be so impressive.
0: And obviously for the television purposes and ratings and just general interest in the sport, it'd be massive. It'd be massive if he's playing on a Saturday and a Sunday.
1: Yes, it would. You're absolutely right. It would be – It's, and I hope he does so we can see what the numbers look like. Yeah. Just see what the numbers look like. And um, – but – it's it's It always creates a buzz when he's playing an event. And if he goes out and plays well, right. I mean, it's just uh, this guy hasn't competed on the golf course in a long time.
0: Guys, I feel like we've said that like six different times yeah. in the last 10 years. Yeah,
1: and and now here he is just grinding away with these guys that have been able to grind and practice in hours and hours. And he just can't do that with his body. So it's, it's fun. I love it. You know I love golf. You love golf now. And it just – like you're you're a fringe watcher of yes. golf, right? Like on yes. Saturday or
0: Sunday. But if Tiger is it's, that would be the magnet that that yes kind of ropes me in on a Sunday. Uh, he's 47 years old. I, I'm I'm not I'm not familiar with this. How much longer can he play at that the, even like this type of level before he ages out and he's like on like the senior tour or whatever?
1: Yeah, no. I mean, you can play as long as you are competitive. I mean, as long as you're competitive, you're, you're good to go. And, you know, everyone's different, obviously, like every sport. Uh, but and, and this injury really is going to, you know, set him back. And obviously, the older he gets now, you're dealing with a, a leg that, I mean, I don't know, it seemed like it almost
0: lost his leg yeah. for a while there, yeah. right? It was touch and go on at that. At this so. tournament, at the Genesis tournament, right? This is his tournament. This, yes. this was the accident. Yes. On a, I don't know, Tuesday or Wednesday or whatever it was. was um, two years ago now? Three years ago?
1: Man, I'm, I'm not sure. But obviously, he can continue to play as long as his body holds up. And he's still got a good swing. And, you know, it was his back for a while. Then it was his yes. knee. Then it was, his, like, his Achilles. And and now it's his whole leg. Uh, but it's impressive. I love it. I love it. I'm here for it. And, you know, he was the guy when, for me, when in his prime, it was just like that was like right when I'm just I'm in love with golf. And it's sure. just, I mean, it was. And he did stuff that we had never seen before. So just to be, have him back
0: in the field is great. All right, uh, speaking of back in the field, Vance Joseph interviewing with the Denver Broncos today. Coach Vance? And we got folks at this station that are all in back with VJ. What? Take a dive into it next. Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Van Presents, Stokely and Zach. Rex Ryan, Vance Joseph, it feels like it's going to be one of these two guys. Does it have to be one of those two guys? No, certainly not. But yeah. I feel like it's trending in that direction. Am I, is that just like I would my own Chris mind? Chris
1: Richard in there since he was with um, uh, Sean Payton in New Orleans uh, for, for you know a year or two. So, and and he he's a candidate. Yes, and he, and he interviewed. So I would throw him in the mix. I think he's a legit contender here also uh, because of their previous working relationship there and with New Orleans.
0: Not a ton of experience uh, from Chris Richard. Uh, this past year, he was a co defensive coordinator uh, and secondary coach in New Orleans. In the very uh, most previous season, he was the defensive backs coach for Sean Payton. Uh, so not uh, – well, oh, oh, excuse me, excuse me. I misspoke because in they Seattle 2015, uh, 16, 17, he was a defensive coordinator. Okay, uh, that's that, that's my mistake. So, yeah, let's throw him right in there. Chris Richard has the experience, has the personal connection with Sean Payton. I feel like maybe it's just from a buzz standpoint. Maybe that's why I'm thinking of just Vance and Rex because those are two right. buzz names around yeah. here. Yeah,
1: and, and and then Ian Rappaport says that uh, – Rex Ryan was the you know favorite leader in the clubhouse. That's right. So you have that. And then you have the name Vance Joseph and his connection here. So we kind of just don't even think about Chris Richard in the conversation, really, because it hasn't gotten the – we haven't talked a lot about it, and it hasn't got the buzz that those other two do. So that's I think that's, that's very fair.
0: Josina Anderson uh, tweeted last uh, night, quote, I'm told the Cardinals informed defensive coordinator Vance Joseph today that they intend to release him. Per source, Mike Kliss parlays that report saying, quote, Per source, Vance Joseph will interview tomorrow for Broncos D.C. job at Joseph's old UC Health Center stomping grounds. Joseph also uh, to interview later with Eagles for their defensive coordinator job. Joseph was released by Cardinals um, or from Cardinals contract after four years as their D.C. I didn't realize it was four years. That's, that's quite a stretch a I, I thought it was three but four years as defensive coordinator um which would make sense because it was three years with Vic one years with one year with Hackett since right. his departure yes yep okay um so the interviews today
1: Vance Jones is today that's uh okay I right, look I think uh for me I'm I'm leaning more towards Rex Ryan and He's got a better resume than than any of the other candidates here. I know he hasn't he's been out of football now for six years or so, but I think you get a highly motivated Rex Ryan. Sure. So for me, that's my favorite in the clubhouse is 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 Rex Ryan. Um and I think we'll know in the next forty
0: eight hours. I think so too. Yeah. In the next forty eight hours yeah. we should know. And then you got you got like the combine coming up. Like you gotta have your staff together you would think heading into this stuff. I don't know about that. No, you no, no, no. I
1: think that's overhyped, overblown. I mean, what are the what are the assistant coaches doing? You know, I mean, how much input and say do they have in it? You got your you got your head coach, you got your general manager, and you got your scouts there, and you know, if you don't have your assistant coaches
0: in place, how much of a voice do they have and how much of a voice should they have? I guess it just depends on who they are, how much um, you know, equity those coaches have, how much you know what the respect level is between those coaches and and Sean Payton and George Payton. So, yeah, um don't don't really know how to answer that, but but I will say this. I mean, the combine is less than 2 weeks away. So t- traditionally, your staff is put together. It would be unusual if your staff is not put together by the end of February. That's fair, right? Yes. Okay.
1: Yeah, I mean Look, this thing has dragged on for uh, a while finding the head coach longer than normal, and and obviously there's a trickle-down effect, and now you have a couple other teams that took a long time to find their head coaches, and, and so now everyone's kind of scrambling to look for their assistant coaches, which is not usually how it plays out. But I, I don't really – I'm not worried about not having our coordinators in place by the time of the combine at all. Okay.
0: Uh, Rex Ryan. Spent a lot of time on TV. Yeah. Spent a lot of time talking about NFL football teams. It was at the end of January that January, excuse me, January 7th, that Rex Ryan uh, was on TV saying this.
1: I don't see this happening in a million years.
0: And oh, the hold reason on. Time for- out, time out. This is about Sean Payton going to Denver. All right. So this is Rex Ryan on ESPN talking about Sean Payton potentially ending up as a Broncos coach.
1: I don't see this happening in a million years. And the reason for it is Sean Payton, you're going to come back into coaching and, and you're going to take this team. You have no compensation there because all the draft picks are already going to Seattle. And so to me, I don't see it happening. I can see Sean Payton coming back. He didn't want to go against Patrick Mahomes twice a year. I can see him going back to New Orleans and maybe bring in a quarterback named Tom Brady. Well,
0: oh, how about that?
1: Whoa, that's a big swing and miss there, Rexy. Big swing and miss. Not even close. Got him on the changeup. Holy cow. Uh, wow. I don't see him going to Denver. Patrick Mahomes, no draft capital. I mean, hey, big check, big cash. That can overcome a lot. No question. Right? 18 million a year, whatever it is. they. You, you, oh, Patrick Mahomes, I'm not scared of him. Right. What, draft cap? We'll figure it out. We Don't, don't have worry to play about Mah- it. We don't have it's to play good. Mahomes
0: every Sunday. Right.
1: We get to play some other guys. <laughs> right. We'll be good. Right? 18 million a year. I mean, that overcomes a lot of flaws and makes you look the other way um, for a lot of different things. So, I think, uh, okay, whatever. Um, I mean, overall,
0: that wouldn't. Make me feel any different about Rex Ryan being the defensive coordinator here no i I just think it's uh sort of just like ironic where it's like he's not gonna go there oh, it's so funny like, yeah, that, that situation is terrible wait no, no not only is he there, you might be going with him right <laughs> he also views saying that. It, it's just funny it is it is just funny um look I, I I think that um I think Rex Ryan should be the next defensive coordinator of the Broncos that'd be my vote um there is an element, and I hope this doesn't come back to bite me. But there's an element of just sort of trusting Sean Payton. I think this guy knows what he's doing. Um, there's not a lot of candidates either. N- no, there's there's really not. Like proven candidates. No. I mean, you could go for a big swing. Could there be I- – I wanted to toss this uh, question out to you. Could this staff, considering how late in the game that this all came together, could this staff in some ways – be almost like a stopgap staff that like, look, you need to hire a staff, but these guys don't necessarily need to be here for the next half a decade. We got to put our staff together, and we'll kind of, this first year, almost with everything, with Russ, with George Payton, with this staff, this is a long-term agreement, and this first year is sort of like this, um, this trial run.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I don't think – I think when you look at maybe a couple spots that could change from year over year. But I don't think you'll see a wholesale changes. But I think there'll be a couple spots that, you know, hey, I wanted my guy over there with um, the Detroit Lions. And, you know, he's just under contract and he can't – I can't get him. But, you know, next year I'll be able to get that guy. And so, yeah, I think you'll see a few changes year over year because you now you'll have um, – the whole offseason, you'll have the whole season to kind of prepare for it. and So, I, yes, I think there'll be a few staff changes. Not not a lot, though.
0: Okay. Um, There's some people that, uh, you know, and I, and I was listening to dmac yesterday, and he's like, you know, Vance is the best guy for this job. Like, find me another person with a better resume than Vance Joseph. I'm like. Darren said that? Yeah. In the segment after we left. And it's like, well, you had to have worked, you know, recently in the NFL. but But clearly that's not the case here. Clearly, they've already interviewed Rex Ryan. Clearly, they're open to it, and if you are comparing resumes, it's not even close. I mean, this is Paul Bunyan versus, you know, the Ant-Man. I mean, this is not—these the, the, these two things are not the same. Vance Joseph has actually never had success in the NFL as a defensive coordinator or a head coach. 26th-ranked defense in Miami. He gets hired by the Broncos anyway— Um, it's an absolute disaster. He was nearly fired after uh, his very first season. John Elway had to sleep on it. He comes back for season number two. It's a foregone conclusion um, that he's got to win. He didn't. He was fired promptly. He goes to Arizona. You know, hasn't been, and you can talk to me about the groceries, and that's fine. Maybe we can have that conversation. But he didn't have success in Arizona. He's coming off a year where he's got the 31st ranked defense in points per game. So there's not a lot of merit to draw from. So if they hired him, it would be a big time trusting Sean Payton factor. But his resume is not Rex Ryan's. It's not even close. It's not even close. No, no, it's not.
1: And that's that's. I mean, that's well well said, well put there. And I and I'm with you. That's that that for me would be the best hire here. Uh, I just. uh, But but what happens if he doesn't want to do it?
0: What happens if Rex Ryan doesn't want to do it? Yeah. Where are you at? Go with Chris Richard, okay. Someone who's done it, and at at least um, you know there's some competence. I I don't see. I feel guilty saying that Vance is incompetent because that's not true. Right? That's not true. But he hasn't had success, and I just would feel uninspired because that guy's going to run that side of the entire team, and Sean Payton obviously will oversee everything. But boy, I just. I just don't have enough to draw from. I wish I did with Vance, but I don't. And and Chris Rashard and
1: Sean Payton already have a previous working relationship, so it, to me, that's like that's just made. You already know, unless you don't like the guy. If you're Sean yeah. Payton, obviously you do. You interviewed him, so. Um, yeah, I, I I think that's uh, well, and it's low hanging fruit here. It is like people. If this still, doesn't go well, right? It's like what? We, you didn't it, see that coming? You had a great defense, and now we don't. And it's like wait. So I, I think
0: that's also in play here. Okay. Uh, if the Broncos want more picks in April's draft, they'll need to make a trade. Is there a candidate they should consider? And it could sting a little bit, but the answer's probably yes. We'll take a dive into it next. You're listening to Stokely and Zach on Denver's Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan. The Broncos want more picks in April's draft. They'll need to make a trade. Is there a real candidate the Broncos should consider moving? Or is it is it a non-starter? And Stoke, we talked about this with the Bones Highland trade, like when you make a good trade, like a big boy trade, it should actually sting a little bit. Like, when do you give up something you don't want for something that you really want and it's great and right. you just win the trade and all is good? Like, it doesn't work like that. No,
1: you're right. It's not fantasy land here. Nope.
0: Right? Nope. So it should sting a little bit. Um, by the way, we may have Brock Huard I- uh, in studio here shortly. I think we're busy. and he, We're full today. He I might even know. be driving in right now. I think and we're, yeah, we're The reason live. he's coming in here is because um, we've accumulated his fan mail throughout the year, and he's coming to pick up his fan mail So uh, hopefully, if we're lucky, we'll get Brock in studio.
1: Ah, I think we're we're – really packed full today. if we get I mean, really lucky he'll hang like, out with us for the rest of the show and we'll send like, you yeah home. perfect that would be great i'll, I'll, I'll do that i'll tap out it's friday i'll get the party started early oh no and the wife's gone it's just me and my youngest oh my gosh come on oh, that's gone high in the sky oh man <laughs> the sun is out too it is gonna be a great afternoon let me tell oh, you that uh, you're, you're, you're going oh. down with the sun it's yes. the same arc yes
0: exactly <laughs>
1: gonna be a good night i tell you what oh, i can't gosh. wait oh that's <laughs> great relaxing man. me and my boy we're gonna have a I great time um but that th- that's so odd. On, i mean that's so bad on somebody like who's sending brock fan mail to begin with right and why is it coming here and like it's like a apparently it's like a garbage bag full i mean it's not like a couple pieces of fan mail it's like a lot so the
0: people love brock <sighs> give them what they want give them what they want um okay Trade candidates for the Broncos. I really just want to highlight um, one guy in particular, because as we discussed, I think it was about a week ago, there's really not a lot of trade candidates for Denver. There's really not. Nope. There's a lot of guys that you're like, we could trade them, but we still want to feel the competent football team. So... And like guys on rookie contracts, which you don't want to move, like the Jerry Judys or Baron Brownings. like You don't want to move those guys. You'd you'd get something in return, but you're just better off holding on to those guys. So who's on a contract that's not a rookie contract, that's not some sort of bank-breaking contract, that's a really good player that you probably don't want to depart with, but could give you something in return, and the question that I – always ask around these conversations and this will jog your memory like is this guy going to be on the next great Broncos team so with all that intersecting together I think Justin Simmons could be a candidate yeah I brought his name up
1: to Nate um, when you were taking your day off when you went to the mall for Valentine's Day shopping is I, That what you were doing that just day? T- day? Just a total misrepresentation. Just snow day. Keep going. Day? No, no, you're the only uh, well, guy at the you, station when you who's were, ever
0: taken a snow day when you, with the it kids. Was, it was the bomb cyclone. I, it, it was the like once every 500 years. And I, I and somehow everyone else
1: made it. That's in not but true. You. That's not true. That's not true. Chicken Fingers didn't come in. Troy Rank ran off the road because um, he tried to come in that day. I mean, it was
0: – I actually remember we had people literally sleeping at the Doubletree across the yeah. street to ensure that we could get – it was like Richie like slept at the hotel right. to ensure we could actually get be live on the air the next right. day. Right, and then you made fun of me.
1: And I put safety first. Right? Oh. I'm like the NFL, safety first. Player
0: safety first. I put my safety first, and, and you made fun of me. Um, so, so far, the quotes we have today in hour number one – I do the right thing, I follow the rules, and safety first. Yes. That's the framework of the Brandon Stokely philosophy. That's right.
1: Exactly. Uh, But I brought this up to Nate just to throw it out there because he is like the one guy that you could possibly get something in return and looking forward and moving forward, you know, save money on the cap and just kind of turn and burn at that position. Is Justin Simmons a good player? Yes. Of course. Did he have a good year last year? Yes. Yep. And that's why his name is being floated out there. Right? You know, that, that's why I said Von Miller five years ago, six years ago. Because you were going to get a great return for him. You're not going to get that type of return here for Justin Simmons. But I don't know what you're talking about.
0: Oh. Mm. You don't. But that was the central reason. It's like w- the Broncos are bad. They're in a rebuild. Yes. You should move Von because that's the thing that can get you the most in return. You got a bunch of blowback. but Right. But – but anyway, yeah. so going
1: on to Justin Simmons, you look at his situation, and everything comes down to dollars and cents, right? Like everything comes down to that. Does it make sense here? And will you save money? Will you get good assets back and, and then just kind of move on? And then also in this equation, you got to look at the age right i mean he's going to be 30 years old this year in november he is i mean he's not like he's 26 anymore so he is getting older for the first time he missed extended time for an injury it's a good point right so you have to start projecting that and fans hate it when you talk about one of their favorite players and you know trading them they like you're the worst ever we want to keep this guy here forever like that's how fans think and Mm -hmm. and i get it that's fine but at the same time You know, we have to, on this show, and take a step back and look at the big picture and try to do what a general manager might do. And the best thing for the Denver Broncos moving forward, and they look at age and they look at contract. They don't look at what you did for us three years ago. That doesn't matter and it doesn't come into play. So he's making fourteen point four million this year, counts eighteen point one against the uh, cap and ten point four dead cap. So you know you'll probably be able to save around eight nine million bucks against the cap this year, and then you look at next year how much you could save where he's making another fourteen and a half, and you can save around fifteen million dollars um of of cap money. So there's a lot of savings there, and if you're looking at, if you're looking down the road and saying, okay, well we probably, you know, we're definitely not cutting him this year, but you might look to restructure or cut him the following year. You want to do it a year in advance and if you can get a good return for a guy like Justin Simmons who's getting older. Yep. It's a young man's game, people, it is. and it you're is. paying him a lot of money. Yes, you are. Right? And and the and the free agent class is you got some good players out there that you could get cheaper. Those conversations have to be had.
0: And, and if they're not, it's probably a little bit irresponsible because you should be combing through this roster trying to uh, begin with the end in mind. I used that phrase uh, yesterday. The Broncos are not in a good spot. How can you get this team um, into contention? Maybe not for this coming year. Like and, and that's one of the questions I would ask myself, like, are you are you aiming on like trying to win a Super Bowl this year? In some fictitious bizarre universe, sure, you could answer yes, it's because it's the NFL. But just looking at it pragmatically, removing the emotion, um, I'm looking for this team to bounce off the mat and be like, a, go from a five win team to maybe an eight or nine win team. You know, maybe you catch all green lights and you could, in a perfect world, you get to 10. But I don't think Justin Simmons is going to be on the next great Denver Broncos team. And how does he impact the team? Well, he's a safety and he's a really good one. But he's been in the fold for the worst stretch of Denver Broncos football that we've ever had. He's, ne- he's the, the one winning team he was on was his rookie year where the bones of Super Bowl 50 were still in place and the team went nine and seven and he didn't play and he didn't much. play. He Special didn't play teams. much. Yeah, he, he wasn't a starter. No, he played defensively. He, correct. So it's like, yeah, like, do you want to lose a, a good football player like Justin Simmons in a perfect world? No, but he's a safety on a big money deal turning 30 as you're trying to get off the mat. Th- a lot of. Um, there's a lot of things intersecting why Justin Simmons could be a real trade candidate. So, and there's some people out there, they're going to hear what they want to hear that we're like, I'd be banging to get Justin. No, that's not right. what we're saying. He's good at football. He can yield you something in return that could get you to where you want to go. And that's the the, the principal right. reason we're having this conversation.
1: Yeah. And look, you're looking to get draft picks. You're looking to get, You you have other needs. What would you rather? Uh, a starting right tackle, or you know, a, a Pro Bowl right tackle, or a Pro Bowl safety. I, I, give me the dang right tackle. Of course. We got to fix this offensive of line. So there's other needs here on this football team, and 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 that's why we bring up Justin Simmons. It's actually a compliment yes, that we bring bringing up Justin Simmons. Correct. Right? He's a really good player, and but but when you look at the age and the contract, it says okay, you got to start thinking about that if you're George Payton and Sean Payton.
0: Educated conversation. Um, and, yeah, that's what we do. And, we're, we're very educated. On a Friday. I this know. This is normally reserved for a Tuesday. Right. But here we How are on that? a Friday.
1: As Rory almost holed it out from about 50
0: yards, that would have been huge. Okay. Just keep you updated. Tiger went over the green. Should we expect something a little bit different this weekend from Nikola Jokic at the All-Star game? And what should we expect from his wingman once this weekend's over? That's next. I follow the rules.
1: I do the right thing. Right? I'm like the NFL safety first.
0: It's Stokely and Zach on Denver Sports Station, 1043, The Fans. Should we expect something a little bit different this weekend from Nikola Jokic? The All Star game. Sunday evening. You're not so much into this. I, I, I am for sure. And I got family in town. So, like, my. Who do um, you got? You got? Uh, so, my my favorite sister in law, Brittany, who is the best. And her. How si- many
1: sisters in law do you have?
0: Uh, just one. Yeah. Okay. So she's she's uh-huh. she's default number one in right. on the power no, ranking. Exactly. Uh, no, I have two. Excuse me. I, you you not even know my says My, no! my oh, brother's my brother's wife. My brother's wife, Brock He didn't even know where his daughter went to college. <laughs> oh, remember that? Oh my! Staying God. Around. Remember that? Do you remember? Do you remember? I, I choose not to remember. <laughs> <laughs> Holy
1: cow! What is going on here? This guy's like, yeah, I got one sister in law. She's my favorite. Oh no, actually, I have two.
0: I hate the other one. Stop. Yes. Clip this. We're gonna send it to. Oh, my God. Ashley's sisters. Uh. So. So we have uh, them in town, but her husband Andre and and nephew number one, uh, Bryson, who's just the man, is all in on basketball. Like all in. That's all he wants to do all day long. So we're like this weekend, dude. We're watching the Rising Stars game tonight. Yeah. Like, and it's so cool because I don't have basketball fans walking around my house. So the fact that like I got two of them, so we'll be all in this weekend. But Jokic is, I'll I'll
1: be I'll be following it. I'm sure because I'm going to be. You know, it's just me and my son, and so I'll be firing. or I got to fire something, and there's only hockey, really, like going on live, and 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 basketball's taking a hiatus, so right. it's like oh, you got to have something. Gotta have At something. least you have that going on this
0: weekend to yeah. fire. So I'll be I'll be tuning in. Spray the board, brother. Yep, <laughs> spray the board. Um, Jokic is Jokic is uh, growing up. He's grown up right in front of our eyes. Right, he comes here as a you know. Almost a kid, right? You think you're a man when you're 20, and you're you're not. He's about to turn 28. Actually, here in a couple of days, he'll actually turn 28 during this uh, All Star break. By the way, what if I told you? I, I I had some fun with this on the Mile High Hoops podcast yesterday, which you you're gonna want to check out. It's like a sort of like a a, a review of things, a, a benchmark episode. It's available at denversports.com, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, presented by Superbook Sports. But it's like, what if I told you? that as the Taco Bell's on the uh, uh, TV and Jokic's name's coming across the bottom of the ticker in the second round, what if I told you, um, yeah, that Serbian kid that they just drafted, he's going to have more triple-doubles than Wilt Chamberlain before he turns 28 years old. That's where we're at. Stoke, he is nine triple-doubles behind LeBron James for fifth all-time. Nine. Wow, nine total triple doubles behind LeBron James. So LeBron
1: has the all time record for triple doubles.
0: No, he's fifth all time. Fifth all time. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, yeah. So Jok- okay. Jokic is nine triple doubles behind LeBron to Who's get like it- fifty right now. Who's fifty? Yeah. What do you mean? He's like 50 years old. I oh, mean, like oh, he's oh, yeah, forever. yeah, yeah, yes, right. right forever. Right, I mean, he's right. like,
1: LeBron's still doing. He's played at a high level, obviously, yes.
0: but that's saying something. It's insane.
1: How far is he? Who's, who's number one on the list? Sorry.
0: Russell Westbrook is number one. Russell Westbrook is number Surpassed one. Surpassed okay. Oscar Robertson. Okay. Uh, that's I, right. I think, okay. and I don't have the list in front of me, but I think it's Russell Westbrook, Oscar, Jason Kidd, maybe, and then like LeBron. I don't know. We'll, we'll look it up here in a moment. Okay. But um,
1: well, that's impressive. Oh, my gosh. So, he's tw- I, he, yeah, I'd it- like to see how many he's behind first place and kind of projected to see, like, okay, you know, he's he's got a legit chance, or is it, um, you know, is it, 10 years from now, he could break it.
0: Okay, so I'm pulling it up here right now. Number one all-time is Russell Westbrook. Okay, okay. Massive omission. I uh, I forgot uh, Magic at number three. So I had the top two right. Russell Westbrook, Oscar Robertson, Magic Johnson, Jason Kidd, LeBron James, Jokic. (laughs) Like, that's the all-time triple-double list right now, which is crazy. Westbrook is number one all-time with 198. Okay. Jokic is sixth all-time with 97. So he trails number one all time by 101 triple doubles. Okay. To forecast how long could that take? Right. This season alone, in 59 games, Jokic has 21 triple doubles in 59 games. So assuming this pace here moving forward, which is probably unfair, but assuming this pace, right. if he plays for another 10 years, he's going to crush that record. Yes. Yeah. Um, just remarkable.
1: Really remarkable. Uh, and, and he's not a he's not a guard. Right, you know, that, that's right. usually what you see because the assist is the hard thing, usually, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you can get rebounds in the NBA if you're aggressive, like Russell Westbrook and yes. and a taller guard. Yes, uh, but to get the assist for a big man, that's that's very very difficult thing to do to get those consistently, and and he's able to do it, obviously.
0: And I, I was watching a video uh, with Jalen Rose and Draymond Green on uh, Draymond's podcast, and they're yeah. going back and forth They're like. He's a center. Like, what the bleep? They're just like, even basketball guys who played the game at the highest level are still almost like fans trying to wrap their head around what you're describing. How is he averaging 10 assists? Right. How is he averaging the same amount of steals as Marcus Smart, the defensive player of the year? I mean, it's just uncanny. But 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 here's what I want to uh, uh, ask you here. Jokic is sort of uh, evolving before our eyes. Even as recent as two years ago, Jokic would come into the arena and the team issued sweats. Like, you don't see NBA superstars do that. Now he comes in with the turtlenecks. So, turtleneck. no, he's turtleneck. He's, he's like flossing. Like, he's looking like a million bucks walking through the door. And he's got the watches. And he's going by the camera. And I see him. And he's checking the time on his timepiece. Like, I was like, oh, like, I see you, Yoke. Like, I see you. Um... He's just sort of evolving as a person. And I wonder if this weekend at the all-star game an all-star weekend, he's a natural introvert. If you see him putting himself out there a little bit more. And if you see him aggressive in the actual game, which previously he hadn't really cared about. Yeah, I don't think so. I I don't think he'll be like different about the
1: all-star game and be like more aggressive or, and going for this thing. I think he's just who he is. Um, And like, you look at guys and how they they come up, and all of a sudden, you know, he gets a nice contract. He's like, okay, you know, I want to just start dressing a little nicer yeah. to the arena, right? Yeah. And, and which is cool, uh, but I, I don't think he'll take a different approach to the All Star game. I think you'll see the same guy, like really not even like doesn't really care about what his stats look like. And some guys are there, and they're going to go for the MVP. Yep, right. I don't think he's uh, in that category. I think he's kind of the same guy that you that we've seen in the All-Star game the last four years. Like, whatever, I'm just
0: going to have fun and enjoy it. Uh, How how do you think? Do you think he goes for it? I think you're probably right. Jokic going for it, I don't even know what that would look like in an All-Star game. But I do think you'll see something different. And I don't even know what it is. Is it him going harder and trying to score, you know, uh, you know, get to 20 points or something like that? Do you see him go in his bag and go above and beyond with the flash where he hasn't in the past necessarily? Right. I think you'll see something different because he's just sort of uh, evolving. But but here's here's what I really want to ask you too. Once this weekend's over and we get back to business, there are like 23 games left in this season. It is a sprint now. Jamal Murray and and Mike Singer had this uh, pregame from the Denver Post. Said Michael Malone, this is in the most previous game, Michael Malone says, quote, it's just being smart in regards to Jamal Murray being out. Said it doesn't make sense to play him when he's not confident in his knee. But in talking to Murray, Malone said he's gotten a sense he's in a good place and thinks the rest will do him well, end quote. Mm,
1: mm, mm, mm. Sounds like a year ago, Zach.
0: It does. It's a different knee.
1: Right. Not the surgically repaired one it's a different knee not confident uh that's um like but like Michael Malone should have just said it's just being smart and then that's it like we're just being smart and cautious with it but once you go down this road all our minds go to okay wait what like what's going on with him mentally like seriously Does it need to toughen up a little bit mentally? And, like, sometimes you got to fight through some things. This is sports. You're not going to always be 100%. That's where my mind goes because of Michael Malone's comments, not because of just my thought process on Jamal Murray. He kind of
0: puts an onus on Jamal. Right. Like, he's not confident playing on his knee.
1: Right. Well, why not? Like, is there something wrong? They say they're just being smart with it. So there's nothing, nothing really that wrong with it, it seems. But now you're putting it on him and his confidence. And that's where we were last year with them, with a surgically repaired knee that seemed like it took three years for him to come back from. We kept on it waiting and waiting and waiting. So, I, um, yeah, I I just don't like how he put that on Jamal. Like, don't do that. Because now we're we're all stepping back and like, oh. And then I think of, like, this thing might drag on because mentally – He was in a bad place last year, and the thing just kept dragging on and on and on. Is that what's going to happen this year?
0: We are going to check in with Mike Singer, uh, who had these quotes and has a new report on Bones Highland and maybe some change of uh, feelings, thoughts on his exit from Denver. Uh, He has a great article in the Denver Post. Mike Singer will join us at 1230 today. You are not going to want to miss that. But in the meantime, things taking
1: Brock's spot. Sorry, Brock.
0: Oh, no. Yeah,
1: full. (laughs) Stop that. I was going to be
0: Brock's, but... Stop that. Sorry. Things are about to change drastically in Denver this summer under Sean Payton. And we'll tell you why next.